Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show Potentially somber episode of Stupid Hearts Club. As I sit here this evening, I know not yet at quarter past six whether or not our Queen, Queen Elizabeth the Queen, has or has not died. What I do know is, it's very weird watching the entire media go into she's probably dead overdrive, if that's uh, an appropriate way of describing it. I don't know what that means. I kind of suspect it means that people in the know know and we don't, which is quite see-through. But it might not mean that, in which case... Today's media outpouring of intense interest into an old lady feeling unwell will prove to be a bit weird. But obviously, if if I may say so, if Her Majesty's family are rushing to be by her bedside, and I say this in the knowledge that some listeners may be royal fans and may like the idea of us all having a few days of speaking in respectful and proper terms about the passing of a dear old lady. It's interesting. Witchell has been deployed. Hugh Thing of the news is in dark enough clothes to look funereal but they're not He's not, like, fully in mourning gear. There's messages pouring in. It's still a little bit weird, isn't it? Never been a fan of the royals. In a bit, quite a big way, actually. But because the Queen's been a proper little old lady, and she's been literally there on the money, not on the money like being brilliant, but on literally on, the, on all the money, her pictures on the money, all our lives is a bit weird. It's a bit like someone saying, yeah, we're going to get rid of Santa Claus or, you know, there'll be no more pictures of Jesus. Not that there'll be no more pictures of her. We won't be a fucking move for pictures of her, will we? But you know what I'm saying. She's a proper, proper burned-in-your-fucking-head character that's been with us all our lives. So I think it's worthy of note. I've decided to mention it straight from the off. Now, I'm not going to be a royal arse licker either, or I'm, I'm not going to forget who that most of the people listening to this are by dint of being Matt Morgan fans or Noel Gallagher fans or whatever. Most of you are heart-hardened um, bastards in in the nicest possible way. 
we we tend we I feel like we're probably a community of people that are quite happy to have a, a snigger behind our hands at um when everyone else is f- tripping over themselves trying to be nice. Uh and yet in the spirit of Stupid Hearts Club, is there any better circumstances as a follower of this podcast? Could the could the conditions possibly be any better, any more enticing for me to be able to say to you that we are now, whatever else happens tonight, we are now, I am now at this moment, a mere eight minutes away from talking to Alistair Griggs. I'll have edited it, so it'll probably be like in a minute. But Alistair Griggs, we will pry into the mind of Alistair Griggs in almost real time, or certainly for me, in real time while I have BBC News on on mute in the background as events develop or don't. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to use this episode as as a psychological test because I'm going to try and maintain a sort of certain respect and dignity and talk to Alistair and to see if we can get him to explode because he won't know what to do with this I think we we think we all know that while while we're about it I'll let you in before he joins us on the fact that he has displayed a certain change in attitude recently to my malevolence which he always takes in good spirit but he's been a bit cocky and I'm going to go there I'm going to I'm going to review his cockiness from from WhatsApp exchanges in the in the last few days. Here's the other the big headline is Alice has told me that he's got a hard stop at 7:30. That's I get an hour of his time. Like he's fucking Mariah Carey or something. So yeah, buckle up guys. I'm going in hard. As we, as I tick down the seconds, which will have magically disappeared because of editing, and we say, let's welcome the dreadful Alistair Griggs. <laughs> Alistair. Yeah, can you hear me? As we speak, the BBC are literally have just announced that the Queen's died. Oh. Shit. Okay. I swear, like for anyone listening, I swear to God, this is literally happening right now. When, when was it announced? Literally right now. Wow. Hugh Thing. I keep forgetting his name. What's he called? Scully. Nope. Not Hugh Scully. That's fucking Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> God, don't ru- don't do this. Don't um, do this. This is a royal special now. Uh, Edwards. Hugh Edwards. Yeah, not Scully. Sorry. Right, so what? So what happened, Alistair? Just now was mm. I did a little nine ten minute pre bit just to make the episode a decent length because you've demanded that you need to leave at seven thirty very disrespectfully. Yeah. Which we'll come to. I've set up that we are. I'm. You know, we're doing this. We're doing this record in this weird, somber atmosphere. I've just set up that. Don't know what's happening, but it looks like something's happening, and it might be weird and all that. And that you know, that for all we knew, it could have been everyone saying she's ill for a few days. Mm. But they've just they've just done it. When it while while literally just as you were coming on, it went from. The boring picture of the gate at Balmoral, where they've just been filming the gate for about four hours, and right, then yeah. it just it cut to an image on BBC of the flag at half mast over Buckingham Palace. Oh my gosh! And then, because I had it on mute, and Hugh Edwards sort of looked up with a, you know, you could just tell on his face that something had yeah. fucking happened. And you literally were like, hello, <laughs> exactly the same time. <laughs> right, the news report's coming on. Okay. 
the BBC is interrupting Shit. its normal programme. Can you hear that? To bring you yeah. an important announcement. Here we go, live. Well, not live, but, you know. This is BBC News from London. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Fuck. In God. a statement, the palace said the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. Right, I'm going to not play any more of that. That's literally happening as I speak. Yeah. We now have an executive decision to make, Alistair. I think now that you're here, I think uh, we should carry on. Yeah. If you like, keep calm and carry on. Yeah. In tribute to Her Majesty the Queen, Elizabeth II. And I was, you not, know... Not that we are not that we are making a tribute to her. That might be somewhat insensitive. Would it? Well... Do you want it to be? Do you not want to be insensitive? Sarcastic. I felt like this could be, because it's like nothing had happened yet. Literally until you came online, I was a bit like, we're probably going to have a conversation about. Oh, it'll be weird. It might be this. It might be that. Oh, here we go. I've just been setting all that up. Like mm. we're in the the void in between news and not knowing what's happening. And I was just talking about how the media machine is just like kind of unbearable. Yeah. At times like this. But now it's fucking happening in front of my eyes as we have started this conversation. I've come overall respectful and mature. Well, is... yeah, it's interesting because it, it, it's something in my mind which I'd always be like, oh, would I kind of just go, eh, you know, ho-hum. Hmm. But um, no, it's, it's, it's massive. I, I've literally I flicked just on to like the New York Times just now. Yeah. And it's sort of hit them. It's just number one in the world. Yeah, she's she's trending. It's mega news. It's isn't mega. It? It's, yeah, and it would be if it was anyone of the royals, but because she has been, like I was just saying, you know, she's. I made a little joke saying that she was on the money, meaning literally on the money, not yeah, not always right, you know. Um. But yeah, it's fucking weird, isn't it? It's like the sort of well, the national grandma, isn't it? Or like the headmistress well, yeah. or like But more than I mean she's effectively the most famous woman on earth. Shit the fucking rice. You're not wrong. She really is. I mean, Queen Elizabeth II, you can't really get any more famous than that. Like you'd be hard pressed to find someone if you showed a photo and went, Who the hell is this? And they'd go, No idea. You could be right. Say, Lots of could people be right. know who she is, because if you think of like huge superstars, mm -hmm. there's going to be countries where that superstar is completely irrelevant. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, who is this? And you're like, it's Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, and they're like, hey, I'm sorry, I. <laughs> yeah, but you're right, the Queen. It's yeah, a bit well. like, yeah, Queen of England. And obviously, I'm not being like British centric here because I don't think we're a very important country anymore. I think it's laughable. What, what this country thinks it is compared to what it is, but yeah. she is the symbol of when we were that, isn't she? Or the, the she was the surviving symbol. Yeah, ninety six. Effectively, oh. of kind of like, if you like, history and you know, like Vic, the Victorian sort of em the empire, if you like, you know what I mean? It's like she's sort of the last link with that, and with that. I think this country, I don't want to get too bleak, but, you know, things have been fucking bleak, haven't they? I completely. Well, maybe it will force us to sort of look at ourselves a bit. Yeah, and then, go, time to modernise. What are we a bit? Yeah, but I say that and then... So you're know, trying to start a violent revolution straight away. <laughs> Alistair, I, I've i told the listeners... Now's before, the time. Before you came on, I was like, I'm going to use this episode as an opportunity to sort of... I was gonna, I was gonna, sort of tongue in cheek, keep a very respectful tone, in a way that I was hoping would annoy you. So you're like, <laughs> what? And I was gonna like, um, seem pull you along and try and get you to to sum things up and whatever in a way that you'd probably be uncomfortable with. But now, yeah. but now a, a dead old la dead old lady, a, a very old lady has died, and now it just doesn't feel like 
that's a joke anymore. No. <laughs> Literally seeing it happen in front of my eyes. Okay. Uh, oh. Uh. It's just all of us just going, oh, God, and seeing, oh. as I'm watching now, a parade of photographs of her in more or less the same outfit in very different colours. It's strange, isn't it? Well, the thing is, I've recently a lot. I've been thinking a lot about death. Oh God! Here we go. Oh God! Here it comes. It, 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 no, but it, it just—it's beyond comprehension. <clears throat> I just can't. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I have as well. I'm just there going. She doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Do you know what it? Go on. Sorry, a recent. A few weeks ago, I had my um, appendix removed, as you know, mm. and I was under a general anaesthetic, and that sort of what I imagine death to be like yeah, I, is in. Uh, I think you told me, you know, and you were you were a bit worried, weren't you? And mm. my legs drummed on the sofa, and I was all excited. I got a little shiver of delight that you were. Uh, yeah, it was like a routine operation, but I knew that you would yeah. be lying there going, "I now, I now know what the throes of death." And I just thought, "Brilliant, good old Griggs is having a nice little, a nice little taster course oh. of the big one." But I know I've I've been knocked out um, for an for an operation, and you're right. It's it's a very it's vulnerable that, feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it's the way that reality cuts. So I remember. The anaesthetist saying, "Okay, you go feel a bit sleepy now," and then it was literally just cut to a man saying, "Don't open your eyes for me, Alistair." And between in that hour, yeah, there was just nothing. There wasn't nothing at I was, all. And they were I like, was effectively. It was like I was just deactivated, drawing on, drawing which, on you, and laughing, and yeah, De- just, being deactivated, and that it almost gives me some comfort in a way to think of it like that. <laughs> Just yeah, being put in a box. Well, it's kind of also what it is. It's like when you go in hospital for a little thing like that, you think, "Well, God, I'm glad I don't have to do this very much." But then you go, "I'm one hundred percent going to end here in a building like this, these yeah. shit fucking drab buildings where it's just routine and you're just a slab of meat." You're like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I hate that. I mean, everyone's a lot of people say they hate hospitals. I don't know. Don't know why anyone would go. Oh dear! Oh no! I like being in a hospital. Like, <laughs> just it's just fucking awful. It's also here. Too real. Like, it's just too real. Yeah, you hear like conversation down the corridor of just, of just the nurses sort of gig. Like, no, I had something like it's like. Oh, did you hear what Darren said about? And you're going, shut up! Shut up! Don't you see? <laughs> Can't you see? This whole building represents the cycle of birth and death. You fools! This is it. And yeah, and um, yeah. Oh God, you're in it, and mm. no one wants to be there. That's the thing. I mean, the people who obviously work there have have an investment, but everyone's there. Yeah, yeah you're right. No one's coming. Ooh. Well, let me say again, without trying to sound too much like Jenny Bond or something, <laughs> <laughs> that it is quite sweet that uh, the Queen got to be. At one of her lovely castles that we <clears throat> we all paid for. Sorry, but you know mm. she was at home, and they all pop round and whatever. Maybe maybe she'd already gone. To be fair, no idea have we. But yeah, anyone I, who gets I, to I do, or what that. I will say is for anyone, anyone who gets to slip away peacefully at home, fucking that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's as good as that shit situation gets, isn't it? Yeah, the, I mean that is a dream. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and can I be the first to say nice little wink and a raise of the glass to King Charles mm. that's a bit weird saying that isn't it get used to that say it Say it out loud the first time king, God the save king. the king oh god my god I just said it God save the king God save um, the king oh god I just said it I don't, I don't mean it but I do mean it what do I mean it's weird yeah, isn't yeah, it I, 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 it's strange I, but it's is it I don't know. It's it's. Say it. No, no, I don't <laughs> say the thing. Do you know what's quite curious is mm. when um Philip died, yeah, and it was his um funeral, 
Mm. I was at family friend's house and um, it was a sort of small gathering, a party type thing. And um, someone said, should we, oh, should we put the telly on and watch it? And I, I was quite amazed that they were doing this and they were all sort of sitting around there and, and watching it mm. quite solemn. And I realised then that I guess I'm quite different. Oh, yeah. A lot of... And I can understand monarchies an enormous part of this country. I'm, and I'm not someone who's going like, yeah, uh, get yeah, rid yeah. Of, I don't like them. But I was... I certainly... They just don't figure in my... I guess they don't really figure in my thought of Britain, really, or just life. Really? And I was I mean, a bit that's, like... That's interesting because, obviously, from foreign countries, like all over the world, it's almost the first thing they think of when they think of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially America. Oh, my God, do you know Princess Diana? No, you're from England. (laughs) Do you know? Right. That is literally because it's slightly ridiculous. That's probably like, oh, you mean, oh, Britain, you mean the ones who've still got a fucking queen, for God's sake. Yeah. And we're like, yes, yes, that's us. And, uh, oh, look at that. There's literally a fucking rainbow over Buckingham Palace. Really, my fucking God. hell! Oh yeah, because of the thunder and now that. Oh, Look at God. that! That is just that's every fucking newspaper tomorrow, isn't it? Now, you know we've spent you... months setting the tone that you are an unfeeling mm. sort of whelk man mm. that's not got normal nerves and all that. But do you think that the image of a rainbow over Buckingham Palace after? Minutes after they've just announced the Queen's died, is something that might quite rightly put lumps in throats, or are you just like it is simply the infraction of light? <laughs> but it is. It is simply the. <laughs> is it if infraction or refraction? I wouldn't know. Uh, it's the refraction of light. I think. Yeah. yeah. And merely making a sequence of colours in an arc. Yeah. Rather colours, than like colours of... which. Um... Which we can only, which are only on the EM spectrum, <laughs> a fraction of we can see. You know, so yeah. this is the thing: you are limited. Um, in Do you your reckon you can see the other colours? I reckon there's a chance. If there's any one person on this planet who could, who would look at a rainbow and go, "Well, this is like really simplistic," because I can see the other four hundred million colours that exist. Yeah, I do. Rainbow. Yeah. I, where was I? Um, again, it's my thing about just views. They're just, yeah. it's just, um, and but, by that, Alistair means looking at something incredible that may, would take most of our, you know, that would take most people listening take their breath away. Alistair looks at it and just goes, "This is simply a view." <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's just a thing from a distance. That's all you're saying. You're just well. Seeing... I've got to say, I just gasped. Looking at a rainbow over Buckingham Palace after they just with with the headline HM Queen Elizabeth has died, fucking hell! And next I can to the mean, Union I can Jack, understand. It's like I'm, a Tory wet dream. The emotion. I can understand that that would be. Oh yeah, that does seem. Um, is it auspicious? Or, well, or, it's sort of yeah, it's it's a sort it, of romantic um, image, isn't it? Mm, it's like dreamlike. But was that your phone? A, no, is that your phone? Oh, it might have been my computer. I don't know. I like the. Uh, I like it though because it sort of gives the. Uh, gives yeah, the like this is the rolling news kind everyone. of chaos as events unfold um, during episode, I think thirty-eight of of uh, Stupid Hearts Club. Yeah, we're all. Everyone listening to this will be on some level stunned. I reckon. Like, are you, obviously, you get people who are like, I don't really care, and I sort of believe them. Because I don't care, care, but I can't not. Yeah. I can't not feel it as a oh shit. Now we're all we're all suddenly looking at the same thing, like the Capitol riots. I was glued to it. Well, and you I, can't deny that you're in history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly, that, yeah, it's yeah. that. It's like saying like I, there's not caring, and there's simply someone saying whatever. It's when people go, uh, th- you know, that thousands of old people die every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's oh, like, yeah. And yeah. Everyone starts sort of that- making that point. No one, there was no news coverage when my grandma died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's because she was what inconsequential. About, 
what about all the old people who lived today? What yeah, about yeah what about, yeah, or what about her is like one of the it's most just, depressing aspects of yeah. social media bullshit, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah, it's just going, but that's not. But what but, about Darfur or whatever? Your man you know, isn't and, the that's queen. That's not what we're your talking man. about. We live that's in a world it. of massive duality. There is lots of different things happening at once. Yeah. You can only talk about one of them at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if you, yeah, you're right. Yeah. If, you t- if you went down that road, you would accomplish nothing. Well, the cavemen. You are now describing going, yeah. my, my my life at the moment. <laughs> Maybe that's where I've been going wrong. I mean, have you accomplished anything? Um, what in the last six months? I'm going to go wider than that. How old are you? Forty. Yeah. Right. Compared to the queen, <laughs> with all her privilege, and the fact that she didn't really have any choice. Who do you think's accomplished the most? The Queen, in the 40 years since you were born. We'll make it about you, because that's what this is all about now, isn't it? Mm. You've made it about you. Who's achieved the most since the moment you were born? Is it? How you? could I possibly answer this question? <laughs> <laughs> Just Without destroying it, myself. I won't let them destroy um, What? Who's achieved the most? The fact, you know, that, what's bad is the fact that I even have to think about it gives away the answer. <laughs> the fact that it's not a reflex, Her Majesty. Like that. I just it instantly just find that off. Grudgingly sort of destroyed. Sort of, uh, I've, so I've already destroyed myself. Yeah, you're, um, you're making all these calculations about how you can make it sound like you think the Queen. Completely. No, um, well, come on then. <laughs> Tell me what you've achieved that the Queen should be... Well, you know, graciously, as let's face it, she was very gracious. She would, she would say, "Oh, Alistair, what have you achieved?" And you'd, <laughs> and you would have politely go, well, bowed forward a little bit and said, "Well, well actually, I've, Your Majesty, I've, I've uh, established a career in writing, um, and oh, sort that's of- interesting, Alistair." Um, how consistent and uh, lucrative has that career been? <laughs> Anything I might have seen. Um, you can't leave her hanging. You've got, to, you know, she's. Did you ever watch uh... Oops TV? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Oops TV. Yeah. I'm... I mean, you've got a point. What? Who? What is Oops TV? It sounds delightful. What is it, Alistair? <laughs> And she would be like this. Answer the question, Alistair. Um, What is Oops TV? The Queen is asking you a question. There's protocol involved. It's a a compilation of internet funny videos voiced by um, a man we can all kind of pile on now, uh, Justin Lee Collins, who's who's he's rubbish. He's rubbish. So you're now bringing up Justin Lee Collins in front of the Queen in your one ever conversation with her. What else? Oh, that sounds delightful, Alistair. And and what else have you achieved? You, you've written some jokes for Oops TV. Was that re, was that was that this week? When was that? When was <laughs> 2009. it? It was two thousand and nine. It was two thousand and nine, wasn't it, Alistair? It was. It actually, I, was. I, I'm sorry, Your Majesty. If you'd just like to step this way away from this bland idiot. Who's and, a, and you know what's tragic about yeah. that? I've just realised that I was effectively let go from Oops TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was um I was Well I may back. have had a hand in that. It's probably, it's probably okay yeah, to tell yeah. you that now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well it tore me up at the, it's at the time. really working with Alistair Griggs and uh, that would mean that I get to do two days a week and we just laughed. <laughs> me and the exec just laughed and we just simply crossed your name off a list. No, that's not true at all. Isn't that awful that I regard my achievements as being higher? I can't possibly think that. No, you can't. I mean, you really can't. (laughs) Why am I? I'm not... Hang on, can I... Oh, really... Damn this, what have I done? I mean, Why didn't I just lie? I mean, you're the one who decided really. to say, you, without a fucking hint of irony, that you, you worked on Oops TV in 2009. <laughs> yeah, hang on, hang on. She, she's a remarkable woman. Um, yeah. I, I just, my only thing is, I just, yeah. I'm just, you know, aware of the fact that she mm. was born into her position. Yeah. 
It's like if I was born into Oops TV. (laughs) (laughs) If you were born into Sky One Light light Entertainment (laughs) family. Yeah, yeah. And then that was my destiny. But you were like for 70 years doing... By God, effectively. God said, you'll be here. And then then I'd do it. I understand. But here's the thing, and... It made me sick that I started to agree with this when when the Platinum Jubilee was happening and they were all, you know, brown-nosing for like three fucking days solid. What you can't deny is you still have, you've got to get out of bed. And even though someone's giving you a lift, that's the only bit, right? Mm. There's, a, there's a car laid on mm. and all that, fresh paint everywhere, carpets, all that. You've still... You can imagine if someone said to you, like, most days, uh, right up you get... Um, here's your breakfast. Now hurry up. Now, right, the taxi's here. Now we're going to Huddersfield to see to see <laughs> yet another gaggle of fawning dinner ladies who beside themselves as you trot round, having to say, "And what do you do?" Like every yeah, day, the, all well, over the world. This is a different question. Well, if you, but it, no, it I, isn't I, because I'm. Well, no, let no, me finish. No. Let me finish, <laughs> Alistair. This is. We'll come to your attitude change in a minute. Uh-huh. You. She's got no choice but to have to do, to perform all those duties all the fucking time. Like, it actually was a job. Like, it right. is a job. Okay. Go on. So, so if you ask me who has endured the most, definitely. <laughs> you. Definitely. As, as in that's... The way you've described that mm. sounds just awful. And so that is... You're right. That was a responsibility. Massive. Considering you're right, doing that for ninety six. Well, well, obviously not in chart. Well, seventy years. Do yeah, seventy years of that, and then I'm going. You don't even get to I retire on Oops TV. Yeah, you, you're right. Oh God, what have I? Yeah, and actually, you did, and you, and can you I did, retract my? You did a, answer a, about nine days spread out over a few weeks <sighs> she, in two thousand and nine. I can't even believe I even. You make me <sighs> sick. This is why. This is why you must be treated the way that I treat you, because otherwise, what will you ever learn? What will Alistair Griggs ever learn if we don't hold him to account? And and it's like it's like training a dog, isn't it? You sometimes have to be quite rough with them. Yeah, it's almost like you know, like if you do in therapy, your mm. therapist always says. This is a, a safe space. There's no mm. judgment here, whatever you say. Mm. I think if I said what I said to my therapist, there would be a lot of judgment. I think yes. she'd be appalled <clears throat> if I said, I think I've achieved more than the Queen. Well, you should. That, if you're going to tell anyone, rather than saying it out loud so that other people can laugh at you, you should save that. It's exactly what you should be telling the fucking therapist. It's like, look, I don't know if this is a, like a worry or anything, but it's probably worth me mentioning while I'm paying... For a professional psychologist, um, I kind of see myself as above God and the Queen. I think of myself as above all living animals and all of the funny things you say. They they are worthy, surely, just out of interest. Are you not interested to know why you think those types of things? I'm unmoved um, by music and art and all of the great cultures of the world. Um, you know, do you no. ever... <laughs> What? Why though? Are you are you hiding it? So effectively, you're going to therapy, and you're going tee hee hee. I'll I'll just I'll just release like 0.4 percent of myself in this situation, so you can control that that nothing ever really gets looked at, and you don't actually learn anything about how your mind works. Uh, Ideally, or. No, being no, more no. generous, it might be that you know when you're when you are in that therapy environment, you're the more pressing matters are the things that do bug you are what's coming out. Therefore, all that other stuff is just sort of quiet and into the background and isn't really relevant at the moment. Yeah, I mean that. I'll you know one day I'll come to that. And that it's will interesting be just though the, the that, massive stuff. Yeah, joking aside, that is interesting because I I see that as massively important part of what makes you different from another person Mm. and that someone who is trying to figure you out might like to know that you you have figure me out well i mean you know nothing wrong with being figured out do you think do you think people are figurable or do you think actually you can think that you're figuring it out but 
still people are made entirely almost entirely of mystery ultimately when it, you know i think no i think you can figure them out i would love to receive like a one page synopsis on yeah, yeah. me and i just completely go thank you very much for just this the the binary code of you oh and someone could run it through the just computer see and go, it, yeah, all. it there you go and just realize oh right yeah oh, i think right, you're probably right I've, I think you're probably right. You can't maybe predict what how someone might change or go off and discover new attitudes and you know um, mindsets, or you know what you what what information could be put in your head that changes how you think going forward. You know, mm. when you think about people getting brainwashed or swept along by political movements or whatever, right? Yeah, they clearly weren't thinking that stuff before, and like you know. Which, ironically, that we we talk about that because we spend a lot of our time, our our sort of humour, when we're texting each other, we're playing our silly game, aren't we? Where I'm the malevolent, horrible leader, and I am effectively grooming you to be like a sort of universal soldier, killing beast that's going to do all my (laughs) dirty work as we construct a new ideological Britain based on my uh, horrible talent for being able to make suggestions of how we could like make society eat itself and then <laughs> and then uh, take advantage of it. It's quite a fun game, actually. I wonder if there's a game to be made out of that that's like, almost like a Dungeons & Dragons, you know. Well, yeah. It's like apocalyptic, isn't it? You know, we, we, we do that joke a lot, actually. Yeah, and that um, brings me to mm. what I said I would come back to, which is when we're doing that, that's where we most fully play up, play up to the roles that we have. Where I'm kind of this kind of slightly impatient, um, mean boss bully figure. That is that is, it's almost like Smithers and um, yeah Burns Burns right. So like you you play that role and I play that role and then we text each other and it's and if anyone just sort of grabbed our phones and looked at it, it'd be like, what the fuck are these two doing? It's like some weird fucking game. But it's really funny, except now and again that we have to just stop and go. Is it going too far? Because <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll really enjoy like being me playing, playing the Mister Burns. Mm. But they don't go right. Hey, Alistair, have you got a quick? Have you got time to do a quick, a quick go of our Mister Burns joke? I just come at you, don't I? Being horrible. Yeah, I remember one time you text me and you just <laughs> said it had been a while and you know a few days and suddenly my phone beeped and I looked. And it just said, do you think yourself better than me, Alistair? <laughs> yeah. And that, how, how, again, how do I answer that? Like, it's just that. It's just that. Um, well, there was a few times I where you said, I've just win. had, I can't. just had like, like your stomach turned a bit because you got a message from me and it's probably just like somewhat practical, but you're like, oh God, what's he going to say? What's he going to do? <laughs> and then I, I do feel slightly bad at the thought that it could is this too you know is this naughty you know is this too much but then what will happen is you'll say something in passing that's just so dreadful that I'll just think no I, I have to I've got to keep you on your on your toes otherwise you will end up fucking going on a rampage I think my um, cynicism though has slightly toned down recently I don't think I'm as a being as horrendous. Well, this is interesting, right? So, so you can you can answer that in a sec, right? So, I've detected in you a sort of more forthright. It's like you're owning your space slightly more, and you're not mm. being being a little bit. Uh, what's the word? Um, you know, when someone is holding their ground or like holding your boundaries. Assertive. A bit. Assertive. Is mm. so I'll, I'll ask I'll ask the question. Is is working on being assertive something that you have been working on consciously? I don't think no. I, I think it's a byproduct though of being in um talking to someone. Right. And maybe like when I've I had that, you know, the appendix thing, which kind of shocked me a bit. Oh, so I was, oh that yeah, sorry. <laughs> Go on. You're going, oh say no more thing. stuff about your appendix. Like no, 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 no. It was. It's just. Um, I feel a bit more centered 
and maybe a bit more kind of like uh, what will be will be laissez-faire about things. Maybe maybe so your appendix had all the all the evil <laughs> toxins in. Maybe did it but get I removed? Hope... Is that literally like a bit of meat that they had to take out of you? That's it. Yeah, like an it organ. Was dead. Literally, the consultant said it was dead. <laughs> it, oh, so a bit of you was dead. Yeah. So I that said... probably shook you up a bit. Because if a bit of you can die, you, all of you can die, right? If yeah. someone said that to me, I would think, what do you mean, fuck? I mean, to be honest, like when I had my fucking crazy fucking meltdown shit over the last few months, at its worst, I did feel vulnerable that losing your marbles and shrinking and be, and sort of withering, and then that might be, mm. it almost felt like rot, being a, you know, rotting food and that you could keep rotting and then just not exist anymore. Like, it definitely felt like a continuum. But when, so like, when you, you've texted me the other day, or and, and actually I pissed you about a bit because I was feeling rough the other day and we didn't record. But the, obviously when I next say, right, well, when you were around, I'm, I'm like like a coiled spring waiting to pounce on you as if you're being difficult, even though you're not. Because yeah. it makes me so happy when you start panicking. And you said something like, I, um, do you want to do a pod later? Tonight or tomorrow is both good. And you went, I can do 6.30. I was like, oh, shit, it's already 20 past five. I said, I'm not home yet. What about later in the week? And then you were actually very nice and said, okay, I can do later. So I then thought, right, now I'm going to make, now I'm going to act like you're being difficult. So I put, for heaven's sake, how about 8 p.m., fetid child? And then you've gone... On Thursday, question mark. Now, this is on Monday. And you've gone, on Thursday? <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I genuinely didn't understand why you jumped to Thursday. But I thought, well, now's my chance to go nuclear because now I'm furious. <laughs> or at least I should pretend I'm furious cause t- so t- to kick our game off. So I put, who mentioned Thursday, you stupid frog? <laughs> and then it was, I know what you're doing, Alistair. Alistair! Like, like you've you've said the wrong day because this yeah. is your new post appendix. Like you're rebelling, like you're being I, like a sort of surly teenager, and then you just put this is becoming unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> I am working, and I've put I am shaking with rage, and then we figured out when we're going to do it. But you know, I love those moments. Because I know in those moments, as long as I just... And believe me, I'm partially terrified when I'm doing it. <laughs> I know right. that I'm, it's displeasing you, but as long as I know, I, I need to say what I need, I need to say what I want, and be honest. And I can feel your incredulity. That's the thing. I can feel you... Well, you, okay. What? I'll admit there was some real inc- incredulity there, and it was this. So let's hash it out. When I said, you know... Monday evening, blah, blah, blah. Pod later, I can do 6.30. How about 8pm? And then you've just said, on Thursday? No, what I meant was, as in, because I'm not, I'm going to be, I'm not around. As in, I'm going, can you do, as, can you do all Thursday? Right. So, so I guess what, all right, so I guess what you were saying was, would Thursday work for you? Y- yes. Or how about but on Thursday? I didn't Thursday? use, yeah, no, no, I yeah, use all yeah, the words. I, I get it, but... <laughs> Yeah, I get it, but you know, it's you that's wrong. <laughs> and as long as that is always the case, no, it's not. It doesn't matter if it's the case because obviously there's going to be fifty percent of the time where I'm wrong. But you're 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 like the one space in my life where I get to pretend I'm a hundred percent right all the time, and I can be incredulous and angry, and you'll join in. <laughs> like I do not have that power anywhere. And obviously, it's not real, is it? Like, really, like we've just discovered. But, but I, I, I wouldn't would ever want you to not have that power. Like, so, in I a way, you imagine. are perversely allowing me the illusion of, yeah. of being Burns. We're not equals, and I know that we're not. Oh, don't say that. I'm not gonna. It's not a matter <laughs> of whether or not we're equals, which I admit we're not. Oh yeah, that was the <laughs> other thing. Like joking. Like, I'm joking with what I just said, but this is funny. Uh, 
because then, oh yeah, I think it was before that last week where I was going, oh, well, Ron, you're right, are we doing the podcast? And I was like, oh no, uh, Jason's coming, we're doing some work. And then you, oh yeah, <laughs> that was it, where you 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 sort of muttered under your breath, um, yes, I see how this uh, p- how the pecking order works now. Mm. And I was just like, I beg your pardon. And that's when it's funny because obviously you've got every right to say that, and most mates would be taking the piss out of me and saying, "All right, so you're fucking oh, doing that Jason. to your mate, are oh, you cunt?" But you saying it is like a change in in the dynamic, so it's like really funny just pissing around with that. Yeah, and what's bad is before I sent that, I, I was kind of trembling, so not, I was slightly going, "Do I do this?" And then I did it, and I knew instantly that oh, I've, I've slightly my beak. It's overextended itself. It's going to get clamped. And and even though no one's there to see the joke, I sort of grasp the bridge of my nose and close my eyes and have to sigh deeply, <laughs> like um, Brian Cox in Succession when he, you know, he's just like fucking furious with his fucking kids. Um, um, Dad, um, yeah. Um. <laughs> and then I said, because you you were like, I feel your hate swell. And I was like, "You make me like this. You have changed." And and then I was, I tried to act a bit vulnerable and said, "My universe is crumbling in my hands because, like, you're not being weak." And you were like, "I will not fall for this bait. This is when you are at your most deadly." Yeah, and then I was like, I leaned thing. into the sort of dying, um, what's he called? Return of the Jedi. Uh, uh, Vader. Yeah, no, but the Emperor. No, the Emperor. Know, Palpatine. Yeah. Because I started going, I am weak, Alistair. <laughs> Take my spindly hand. And I you're like, weak. it will crush me. <laughs> <laughs> I w- it won't, Alistair. It is the hand of trust. Take it. Take the hand. <laughs> so that's the sort of shit we get up to. Yeah. You know, do you remember a few months ago, we were like, seeing as we do this stupid dynamic all the time, and it's funny, should mm. we try and turn that into a comedy idea. Mm. Yeah, we did speak about that. We did that. speak about it. Is it appropriate or not to say out loud the vague idea of what it was to see whether people think it was a good idea or not? Well, no, say it. But I don't... What? what was it that we would improv it? Well, it no, it was... We had we had the idea of <laughs> You're, creating an animation know. about two... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. like, imagine two... Mike Judge esque schlubs working in an office in a cartoon type environment. So, an adult <laughs> cartoon like, you know, whatever, American Dad, all of those types of shows. And it's just sort of like two kind of like low level, very unimportant men doing some sort of boring work at some media company. And you see them sort of rubbing along together and they're just bored out of their minds. And that that dynamic develops between the two characters. But in in our real world, it's only ever us texting each other. We never bring anyone in on it. But in the cartoon, it would become a thing that both of us need so much that it takes over our lives. And I am I am like so when I jokingly text you, telling you, um, like I might send you a message saying, like obviously just calling um, Lauren Helen for like the last four years, you know, yeah. and I might send you a message and say. Um, Inform Helen that I shall be coming for dinner. Prepare the chamber or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I say that. I send you a text and you'll respond to it going, uh, um, um, Sire, she, 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 she refuses to cooperate. And I'm like, she must be silenced. And we, we do all that stuff that's, like, funny for us to joke about. But in a cartoon, what would be funny would be watching the ca- the, the cartoon character based on the Alistair character actually going home and trying to convince his girlfriend to cook a meal for your mate from work is coming round but you, but you are treating him like he is a king and she is like what the fuck are you two doing like oh, and it's, it's it's just it's just a thing we're just a thing and and we we laugh it off when other people are watching but the minute like she's out of the room i would be like you are humiliating me and you'd be like, <laughs> like i don't know whether it's a good idea or not but we we did I like it. we had one chat about it but it was just before i went mental so we haven't talked about it since but i think that's that, i think that could be funny and let's face it we've got plenty of material because the other thing was are the the bit the joke that we do where it's 
why I'm why I'm manipulating you and being mean is I'm sort of um, what do you call it uh, brainwashing you for my own political ends and basically trying mm. to make kind of like evil soldiers like Hitler mm. sort of thing right and selling this dream to you of how we're going to take over the world and have an evil regime and that you'll have a really important position and you're telling me how loyal you'll be and all that stuff it's fucking funny man um I reckon that would be funny as a as a as a cartoon. I still think it's a good idea. But because the thing is, it also taps into my real desire to be like second in command. Well, that's and, what's, and that, that's what's interesting, and that's in a way that's sort of why I'm intrigued enough that I keep pushing that silly joke because yeah. you you do like telling me that all you want is to follow orders. Oh, forever. Because <laughs> just... <laughs> I just can't relate to it at all. Well, I'm, I'm like terrible as a lead, leader. If, if I've ever done jobs in the past, I've had to like manage people, and my management style is just fury. I oh. just, I just Goebbels. can't. I can't fathom that people aren't doing what I want them to do. I just it, it angers me. Not that I get angry, but I get kind of ugh, like that. And that's why I'm like I get frustrated and. I'm not. I can't do any of this thing about motivating them. I just want them to do it. Oh. Like, I just want them to be robots. Yeah. And um, well, we are, we, so, we are now entering the realm of robots being genuinely common. So maybe there's still a place for you. Yeah. But what I like is when I text I, you, going like, I don't know, something might happen in the news or whatever, and I will, I will send you like a malevolent text, jokingly saying, yeah, yeah. You know, like the country is up in arms. Now is the time for us to seize on their weakness, and and I'll I'll say, um, do you wish to please me? And you'll be like, yes, master. And I'll be like, um, I'm thinking of putting you in charge of the redevelopment of the major cities or something like that, right? <laughs> I think it, some of that came from when I was doing that yeah. job, right? And I was writing about, I was learning a lot about houseman redesign in Paris, and like, it was like under the watchful eye of. Um, Napoleon Bonaparte cousin who who was like Bonaparte the third those that level of um do you know um societal um status really makes me laugh because yeah. we're never going to get anywhere near it but it makes yeah. me laugh joking about it but it's the idea as well that you're the sort of grandee super leader yeah, yeah. Yeah. and what I like is have you ever read or, or fatherland the Robert Harris novel the, the one about um it's the sixties, but it's uh, the Nazis won the war, and so it's effectively it's, like the Man in the High Castle type. World. Yes, it is, and it, it's very good. But mm. um, not to give anything away, but um, Hitler mm. is—he's something like his seventy-second birthday. It's sent—it's sent around this, and uh, um, no one has seen him in years. He's—he's he's sort of this mythical figure now, mm. and there's a part in it where. Um, he comes out onto the kind of balcony in, in the Berlin, in the Reichstag, and uh, the crowd are going insane, and the reporter is going, I can see him, I can see him, like that. And um, whenever I think of that, I just think of you. Well. I think of... <laughs> That's oh, what it is. Alistair. It's that. It's that idea of you being... And I'm there beside you as the sort of... The, the the front the face really of it, but really the the true power. And the funny thing is, in a sick way, a very sick way. Let's not forget that we we're not being flippant about the real light, the real Nazis. Um, I've got absolutely no love or respect for the evil Nazi machine, but it makes mm. me laugh. That in your twisted mind, in some way, that's sort of a compliment from you. <laughs> that's why. That's what's fucked up. And you've just told me that, and I'm absolutely appalled <laughs> that, that your brain would make that connection. But yeah, it's my okay. fault oh, because I've spent I've spent something like you've five years me. now. Yeah. I've spent five years sending you messages that would make <laughs> you think that I am a malevolent leader that's trying to shape you in some way. <laughs> I haven't got a single bone in my body that wants any form of power, apart from all the stuff that you get. In fact, I'm not even competitive like if we played pool or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the idea of success, money, that'd be nice, but 
in in order to then have power and for, to be able to influence decisions, even on a media fucking level. I'm just not fucking interested. No, exactly. This actually, for me, it's like an alternate uh, yeah. ego, alter ego. Yeah. But that, but that's interesting, isn't it? Because it's like playing with it with your shadow. Shadow yeah. works a thing. That that be that be the word that would open up. If you the next time you're with whoever you talk to, mm. and you say, "Could I ask you a question? What what is shadow work, right?" <laughs> and let them explain it, because I don't want to like preempt it and ruin it. I think that is it's something I've never done with a professional. I'd be interested to do that, because you're right. You know, you don't go into you don't go into necessarily into therapy and start coming up with all the weird little kooky bits. Mm. You sort of. You stay on a quite kind of honest and earnest kind of level, but if I suppose if you do it for long enough, I suppose you went, you possibly would end up going there. You know, I certainly ta- I talked about my dark sense of humour and stuff like that while I was in therapy. But yeah, um, one's shadow is a very interesting subject. Yeah, well, that's the thing because yeah, you're right. Mine would be leader, but but the real me is. Is the person who follows the orders, and I've always enjoyed that. And it's like, um, even when <laughs> it's like when I pack down mm. after the podcast and mm. I disassemble my microphone and mm. slide it in its box mm. and unscrew it, yeah. every time I think of that, I feel like an assassin who's <laughs> disassembling his sniper <laughs> after a good job done. <laughs> and it, it always happens, the unscrewing and just Fuck putting yeah. it away and putting yeah. it in a it's drawer. Because meth- it's methodical. Mm, it I appeals go, to your mm. sense of being told to simply perform a task. Mm. And what your brain's saying, in my opinion, at that moment is, although I'm only unscrewing a microphone, I'm seeing I'm seeing a glimpse of a bit of myself that would would be just as professional and methodical if yeah. I had just shot a target or whatever, right? For from, for a government, yeah. for a foreign, yeah. you know. And just, I would. I think that would be the best part of it. Is I think that's the that would be the best part is doing the job and then you know. Well, not if I, hurriedly, but methodically, just packing away the sniper rifle. Well, if I can, re- if I can return the compliment where you've said that the idea of Hitler having lived to a grand old age and then and then appearing again like a, like a Jesus figure, mm. and that makes you think of me, <laughs> I think I'll return the compliment by saying that I think without any fucking shadow of a doubt, and I mean this with every fibre of my being. The most perfect job for you in the world would be an assassin, without yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. And I, and I say that not not saying that you are like someone that would be a cold blooded killer, or, or like that you actually secretly want to just throttle people or whatever. But it's just the fact that if someone told you that that's the job that needs to be done, and it's justified and it's legal and it's signed off and it's like government level. Mm. And you're acting for the state, and it's for the security of a country. You know, there are real people that do that shit, right? You know, like the whatever the kill team that goes in and gets yeah. Bin Laden or whatever, right? Uh, that takes out someone who's stealing nuclear secrets, and we never get to hear about it. And <laughs> it's like you um, would you would absolutely flourish in that environment. Oh yeah, it's like in the Bourne films when mm. they go activate. The asset, the asset, and the asset it. usually tends to be just sort of hanging out in a hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> like they're just in a Premier Inn. Yeah, it, exactly. They're sort and of a glorified IT person mm. waiting. You know, like there's a few people on laptops. They're all they've got software. The rest of us don't get to see. And it's like someone's making a decision, and it's code red. Off we go. Job done. Get it done. Everyone back home. And then before you know it, it's like back at home going, oh, yeah, yeah, we've got a barbecue on Tuesday. Yeah, you're right. Because I think that's the life for you. I would be good because I wouldn't take any... We've moment- you're in... We've just momentarily moving, lost the signal there, sorry. Oh, did you hear me now? Yeah, you're back. Yeah, I was saying it's, um, it's good because I wouldn't take any pleasure whatsoever in the kill I'm or the sure murder, I that but carry on. No, it's true. I, but but I would have a degree of pleasure in the sense of just you know d- doing a good job. Um, 
that's just what's interesting is you are able to to compartmentalize that i could not live with myself knowing that i took a life no well i, I just think that as long as it was if i'm just following the procedure yeah no i get it. i get I don't, it. I don't but, tell it say it again like i didn't hear you <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, almost like an OCD bit of me would would be going. It would be trauma. It would be it would be mental trauma that my my brain type wouldn't be geared towards being able to cope with that. But that's what would be brilliant. I mean, I wish we were famous enough that someone would give us a TV show, hmm. look laughing at our differences. Because imagine if we both got brain scans. I I I reckon they would really be fucking different. Which bits of our brains are firing up? You know, the, yeah, uh, empathy bits I, and amygdala and whatever. You know, not even saying it judgmentally because obviously we we play the joke that I always <laughs> I always act like I'm superior to you, but I do that at my own peril because you are the most dangerous man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, activate the asset. He's the most dangerous man. Release the asset. Grids. That is like the 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 words that nothing could make you happier than someone saying "release the asset" mm. and it meaning you. To to have faith put in me, I think at that level would be a comfort. For me, it would be. You know, it's not three word phrase, but it would be. And here now to receive the lifetime achievement award for services to just sort of art on whatever level, you know, creativity on whatever level. And bringing together ideas of humanity and helping he- human beings understand each other, life and and emotions. <laughs> Here to collect that prize is this year's, you know, legend legend of emotions, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, Sir Nicholas Tatarovich. And I'd like walk up onto the stage with tears in my eyes, going, yeah. "All I wanted is was to help you all understand." <laughs> and then a red dot appears on your forehead. <laughs> 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 And I'm just neutralized, like literally. You've you've chosen, you've mm. you've ceremonious, ceremonially chosen a bullet that will utterly fucking obliterate me. That's it. I didn't want you to suffer. No, but you also didn't want my body to be lying there so people could respect it. You needed yeah. me to just be torn to smithereens, terminated with extreme <laughs> prejudice. <laughs> oh God. Well, I'm, I'm really proud of us, Alistair. Like, I know I've got to let you go in a minute. Yeah. And I'm less angry about that now. With okay. Your, with your hard stop that you've insisted on. But did I actually use that phrase, didn't I? He used the <laughs> phrase, I've got, I have a hard stop, as they say. I love that one. At 7.30. And then you said, I love saying hard stop to you. And I said, this change of attitude will be discussed in full. <laughs> and it has been. And we did, yeah. And I've got to say, I think we've delivered here a bit of a journey. You know, I, I set this episode mm. up saying I'm going to be, I'm going to put Alistair in a really weird position of getting him to talk respectfully about the Queen. But then, unbelievably, she literally fucking, they, they, they announced the news as you logged on. Yes. And I think we handled that really nicely. And then yes, we, we have really subtly turned it back into the vile playground of nonsense that this show yeah. is and should be when you're on so i th- in our in our own way i think that is a tribute to the queen yeah you're right that is the service that we dutifully promise to perform possibly not for 70 years but certainly for the foreseeable future while we've got our health here here and let's face it we can both relate to the idea that you've had a health scare i've had a health scare and you are grateful for your health when you've had a health scare. So let's let's toast let's toast the Queen and everyone's health. Toasting it. I, I, I'm toasting. <laughs> I'm toasting. Uh, yeah, a toast to that. What we just said. A toast to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alistair, this has been fantastic. A poignant day. Ruined by you. <laughs> stringing along pulling the conversation along until you got to compare me to Hitler well done <laughs> we got there we it's got taken there. months but we got there the conditions were perfect as I said at the beginning <laughs> and it proved to be so 
ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, whatever your height, your gender, your country of birth, your star sign, your pronouns, your nouns, your verbs, or your um, position on whether or not the royal family should now be all taken out. Mm. Please get through this time as a nation together and I will speak to you again next week. Thank you, Alistair, for joining me on Stupid Hearts Club. Thank you very much, Nico. Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I- I'm, I'm one. <laughs>